Hello, Erica. Hello, Stephen. Um, so we're back watching The Mythmakers again after... Because we... What did we talk about Father's Day? Was that like a week ago now? Something like that, probably. Yeah, because we, we... For two reasons. We cut off The Mythmakers after three because, A, you wanted to prolong the Vicky era as mm. much as you could. Yeah. And I can't remember the second reason. Uh, Well, I think at the time... I was kind of also a little tired and then we didn't then we didn't get back to it right away because I had to do Father's Day for Verity so that was why our last episode was about Father's Day that's right and as I recall at the end of the last Mythmakers episode we said that uh, in order to sort of fill the gap we would watch um, 1981's Clash of the Titans (laughs) yep which we did we totally did. Oh, I love that movie. I only I think because I saw it for the first time when I was a child, and then watched it again and again because it just it used to be on Super 18, I think, a lot, which was the one of the UHF channels in Milwaukee. And yeah, like every time it was on, this is what happens when you grow up in a family that is full of geeks. That like that's the kind of thing that they will just you know leave on when stuff is happening in the house. So yeah, I got to watch that movie a lot of times. I'm I'm sure it didn't have quite the same effect on you as it did on me. It's uh it was made nineteen eighty one, as I said. Uh so the world had seen Star Wars mm-hmm. and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's this movie <laughs> which kinda looked like it was made in about nineteen sixty five, but it was not actually, yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely has that feel. Yeah. It was Ray uh Harryhausen's last movie apparently. He stopped after that. I think he probably said, You know what? I think uh I think my time has come. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wrong. Yeah. So, um, but that wasn't. Uh, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't sure what myth was. What myth was being told in uh, in Clash of the Titans is something about uh, Perseus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, Perseus and the Pegasus and um, the Kraken, and I, I, I don't remember my Greek mythology from this era all that well, but I feel like. Clash of the Titans is a real mishmash of a bunch of stuff that didn't all entirely go together correctly. That's that's my guess. I'm no expert here, so I don't know. What about um, Troilus and Cressida? The Shakespeare play, apparently. Yeah, I told you that last time. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> honestly, I don't remember that play. I only read it once. It's, yeah. it's one of the ones I've only read one time, so I don't remember what the deal was with them. I'm sorry. Oh. I feel I feel bad. No, it's fine. I just I I know you told me the last time, but uh, in reading the Wikipedia article on Clash of the Titans, mm-hmm. which incidentally was the first time I had ever seen Lawrence uh, Lawrence Olivier mm-hmm. in anything, one of the greatest actors ever, and I see mm-hmm. him in Clash of the Titans first, and so I I got stuck in a Wikipedia hole, which went to like Lawrence Olivier, which went to like Shakespeare plays, which went to something else, which went to Troilus and Cressida, and I only remembered again, despite you telling me. <laughs> That there was a, a Shakespeare play mm-hmm. on that. Yep, there sure was. Is it a tragedy? Yes. Okay. I think. I'm mildly intrigued by it now, I have to tell you. You want to find a version of Troilus and Cressida to watch? A BBC version from 1979 to 1981 only, yes. No, not really, but... There may be such a thing. I don't know. The BBC did a lot of great... I mean, my favorite yeah. Shakespeare, or my favorite version of Hamlet is the Derek Jacoby one, which I believe was a BBC production. Yeah, 1981, I think it was. Yeah, and they used to do those a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember watching some of those in uh, school. 
And I remember people, uh, fellow classmates are saying, oh, this looks so cheap and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm going, it's on videotape and I recognize <laughs> these actors from Doctor Who. This is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of me in English class in 11th grade as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, Mythmakers Part 4, The Horse of Destruction, in which the comedy ends and everyone dies. What do you think of this? I have very mixed feelings about this one. Um, I mean, it's it definitely starts off with the uh, with the Troy being the family of Bickersons again. And, Bickersons. Yeah, I said that before. And uh, oh. I mean, I guess I guess it's good that they don't um, they they don't make you love them like the the family. They're 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 comedy and annoying uh, in a way, so that when they die, it's I don't know. I guess I don't feel that that sad Mm -hmm. but it is still really bleak and dark and oh the icky bit at the end with odysseus talking about sending uh sending cassandra thank you cassandra to agamemnon as a gift and i you know love to see you after he has a talk with you or oh icky icky this era of doctor who has some really really uncomfortable treatment of women does cassandra play into um the tales of brave odysseus uh, in other homework legends at all? No. Oh, so... Oh. Well, he's sending her off to Agamemnon. Agamemnon's yeah. not really in the Odyssey oh. so much. Okay, I don't know these things, so I'm asking you. It's been a while since I've read the Odyssey. I don't really remember it all that well either. You're making me look stupid here. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm the stupid one for not even having a clue in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was, that was a bit odd. Um, interesting to note, though... Uh, Incidentally, new companion alert, Katarina, the five glorious weeks of the Katarina era has started. Um, and I found it interesting because we were reading along with the script, mm-hmm. which uh, at a couple places sort of jumped around a little bit. This was, this one was hard because, I, yeah, it didn't follow nearly as closely as any of the other ones that we have. So I was lost a few times and just ended up paying attention to what I was hearing instead of trying to read. Mm-hmm. I, I found it interesting because in the... Uh, I think the TARDIS scene, the closing TARDIS scene where Katarina says, you know, Vicky or Cressida mm-hmm. and I discussed like my death or something like that. No, no, no. That's not what she's talking about. What? When she was talking to Cassandra earlier right. in the episode, um, she was trying to tell Cassandra, you're really going to send me out there to look for for somebody, even though the auguries said that, and she doesn't get to finish the sentence, but it's very clear that she has been told that she's going to die and oh boss you're really going to just send me out to die and boss you know Cassandra's like yep so I don't think that I don't think she's implying that she discussed her death with Vicky I think she's talking about Vicky just discussing what she would see in the TARDIS no no no, because that's that's what I found interesting because in the script because we were reading off the actual camera script Mm -hmm. and there's an entire scene which gets cut after after um, they run out or something like that, and then it's just Vicky and Katarina, where she oh. says, uh, you know, I'm looking here. Have you seen the priestess? Blah blah blah. Um, you know, and Katarina says to Vicky, you know, you know, the, the augurs as foretold that I should be. I am going to die. So this this was played up oh. even before <laughs> even before she actually joins the Tardis crew, but that part was cut, and so they were referring to it in the last scene. But the scene that they're referring to was, in fact, uh, my own pet dove flew backwards to his nest, then beat his wings thrice and dies. When we examined him, he had no liver, so I shall die. 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess my interpretation was going based on what is on the screen because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't read any parts that we that we skipped because I was just trying to keep up. So, uh, so yeah, not canon there, not canon. Because <laughs> it didn't. I know that's weird, isn't it? That yeah. it didn't actually make the screen, but it should have. Mm-hmm. So they must have cut it at some point um, when they were uh, actually shooting the thing. Very interesting. Anyway, we were being long with the camera is script. There, is there anything in there of oh, so Katarina is telling Vicky yeah. that she's and. Is, does Vicky also say back to her, uh, yeah, sure, you're going to die. You're going to go into limbo, and that's what the TARDIS is? No. Okay. No, she says, uh, to, she says, do you die? But how, how can you tell? Are you ill? Like, she's actually, like, kind of, like, flummoxed by this. Um, so o- only Katarina sort of says, like, just assumes that she's in limbo, so to speak. Mm. Um, but no one actually tells her that. Hmm. In- interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that's uh, that's the thing there. Anything else about this episode? Well, Vicky's gone now. I don't I don't like this way of of leaving for her. It doesn't I don't know, a four episode story. I just which we can't see, so I can't mm-hmm. see if maybe there's some instant chemistry between the actors or something that I can I can buy more than what we get from from just the dialogue and the few scenes they have together. It just I don't know. It didn't seem like it didn't seem like quite enough, but well, at least they get to go off and found Rome together. Oh, do they really? Yeah. See, this is my—I had no idea what happens when. It's when his cousin shows up. His cousin Aeneas. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think he's one of the uh, one of the people who is one of the founders of Rome. Yep. Really. Yeah. The Aen- the Aeneid is another one of the great like poetic works of literature about that. Oh. I think. I thought it was the two twins from the twin dilemma who founded Rome. I have nothing to say to that. Yeah. It's as close as I get. I know. I know. Never mind. Um, I could be. I could be completely wrong. It's been a long time since I've really dealt with any of this. I should have done some research. But no, I, no, no. We watched Clash of the Titans. We did research. Come on. I wouldn't be lazy if I had researched it. Exactly. We read. We read along a script as opposed to just watching a thing. Um, yeah, I, I. I think it's. It's. It is sad because. Uh, like I said last episode or whenever it was an earlier episode that Maureen O'Brien came back from vacation and found out that she was being written out. And I think this, you know, this story was already commissioned before John Wiles got on board. So he basically said, I don't like Vicky. I want to write her out in the nearest opportunity. I guess we'll just write her out in this one, even though it makes no sense why a futuristic space girl would say, yeah, let's, I want to stay in ancient Greece. Nope, nope, it doesn't. But I mean, it, it seemingly, from what I can hear, Maureen O'Brien does a good job of playing it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something. I suppose so. And then Katarina comes on board. Mm-hmm. I actually, I kind of like Katarina more than I expected to. I mean, I I know I've heard her later on in the Daleks' master plan, but I don't really remember specifics. And hearing her here, her voice is it's charming. Like I just, I just want to scoop her up and give her a little hug. Oh well, you want to have much of an opportunity. <laughs> no, I'm aware. I know what happens to to poor Katarina, yeah. but uh, but I do think that it, even just now they're really playing up the I don't have any idea what's going on. Like that's that's her character. So there's not a whole lot you can do with that anyway. No, as the writers quickly realized well, even after they came up with the character right well i mean they they could have done much better with it but setting it out 
so strongly this way and not actually you know putting the brakes on that and and having her become any more savvy is it's it's sad because it is it is possible to do better with that look at jamie that's true yeah this is sort of a test run of a of a historical companion joining the tarnish team so maybe they they either realized what they did wrong after after not succeeding with katarina or it was just blatant sexism uh well it was 1965 so whichever um, anything else about this one? Um, I still don't like the doctor. I, actually, I like the doctor a lot at the end, but him and Odysseus, I just the whole the whole part around the doctor and the horse and Odysseus just it just bothers me, and I I'm not entirely sure why. We talked about this last time that the doctor being so upset at being in the horse, and again here he's just like he's just in petulant child mode trying to get out and leave, and I I still don't quite understand it he's supposed to be a smart guy he's been observing Odysseus all this time he should recognize what kind of a person this is and just sit tight until he has the opportunity to get away which is what he eventually does but he whines about it an awful lot beforehand and I I realize that that's you know they're playing up the comedy of it Mm -hmm. but it just it doesn't work as well on that side as I think that the comedy works on the the Troy side which is you know, as gruesome as it is at the end, it's still pretty funny to watch them bickering with each other. Yeah, we don't actually see Prime and or Paris get uh, get their comeuppance, mm-hmm. do we? Yeah, and it's not really comeuppance. It's, it's still yeah. sad. Like they're they're the ones that live in that city. Yeah. It's getting sacked, mm-hmm. and that's that really sucks. So it, it is. Yeah, I'm glad that we that that whatever happens to them happens off screen. Oh yeah, and also Achilles gets killed by Troilus. If I remember correctly, it's Paris that kills Achilles because he shoots him from the walls or whatever. And the only place that Achilles is vulnerable is in his heel because his mother held him under the water of the river. Is it the river Styx? I can't remember. One of the rivers. And she has to hold on to him in order to dip him. So she holds by holds oh. him by his heel. So he's dipped in the water. So everywhere else he's, in, he's you know invulnerable. And that's his one vulnerable spot. Paris shoots a, a gold arrow, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, shoots an arrow from the battlements, hits him in that spot, and that's what takes him down, if I'm remembering right, which, again, maybe I'm not. Too lazy to look it up. I think that sounds familiar, because I remember watching that in the Brad Pitt movie, Troy, <laughs> from 2004, <laughs> and it was indeed, I think, Orlando Bloom who shot the arrow. Well, and of course, because he's Legolas, and he would Legolas. be the one to shoot the arrow. Exactly. How can you not have Legolas kill... Achilles. So yeah, that's true. That is confirmed. <laughs> because of the Brad Pitt movie. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, maybe they wanted to give that to Troilus to build him up a little bit more as a romantic heroic figure because at the end he goes off with, with our Vicky. That could be it. And also, um, where do you work in Achilles mm-hmm. to be at the Battle of Troy where Paris is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And really, Paris is such a boob. Yeah. He would fire it off an arrow by accident. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would that just would not work in this particular version of of events. So, so I am okay with it. I'm not upset with it. It just surprised me because I was like, oh, that's that is different from the versions that I've heard before. But it, I feel like that works. Well, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was mildly satisfying <laughs> for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, if, I guess if if Vicky has to leave and and live with some dude, at least. Troilus isn't the worst. I mean, 
he's not a bad guy. He just he's kind of a like milksop sort of dude. He's very whiny. He's very um Marak to Vicky's Astra. Yeah, there's definitely that. <laughs> Armageddon factor mm-hmm. several years hence, but yeah. Yeah. So I I wish her luck. I'm sure she's gonna go on to do great. It just seems very weird. I still wish she would have left in the Space Museum. That would have been the best way, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I, technically, she's really doing the same thing here as she would have been doing there. She's, you know, she would have been helping them rebuild their society. That's exactly what she ends up doing with these guys. I think it would have been better for her to stay with the Rills and be queen of the Chumblies <laughs> in Galaxy Four. Uh, I, I can't get on board with that. I love much as I love the Chumblies. I that just doesn't make any sense. I think she adored the Chumblies. Mm-hmm. Probably more than she adored Troilus. <laughs> she gave him their name, after all, and even the Rills started using Chumbly, so I feel like there's there's a missed opportunity there. Yeah, well, that I still think that would have been silly, but I mm. she did give them their name. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next, uh, so this was um, a long weekend in Alberta, and oftentimes during like holidays and stuff, like Canada Day or other holidays of some sort we try to do a bit of a marathon but but heritage days in this province is probably our busiest and most exhausting holiday why why is that it is because the heritage festival uh which is within walking distance of our house but it's a long hilly walking distance it's a half hour walk down into the river valley and then back out at the end it is a festival it's all about cultural heritage and that all-important bit of cultural heritage, food. So we go for three days and eat food from all different parts of the world and watch lots of dances from other countries and martial arts dis- uh, displays and mm-hmm. you know Chinese dragons dancing around. And uh, it's just, it's wonderful, but it's a lot of, of being out in the bright sun and walking around and eating food and we just come back completely exhausted and it's just hard to hard to focus on anything for too long after after a weekend full of of that kind of fun mm-hmm. it's a miracle that we did this today mm-hmm. this one episode of doctor who i had to say i feel like i mean yes we're called lazy doctor who and we always do this podcast from the couch but i feel like this is the most struggle i've had to record to put my thoughts into words to even all those times that i was so sleepy i could barely mm-hmm. lift my head at the time I, st- I feel like i was with it and together more on those recordings than i am right now maybe because i'm just still sort of i don't know full of tanzanian beef and <laughs> and chilean empanadas uh-huh. and yeah and eritrea and Mr. Wat. no tim tim tomo yeah the Mr. Wat was from ethiopia that's right yeah both of which were delicious yeah good mm-hmm. stuff good stuff all weekend but now i'm I'm happy that we're done with the Mythmakers. I like the Mythmakers enough, but mm-hmm. next is the Daleks Master Plan, which <laughs> rates as one of my, if not my favorite, William Hartnell story. So I am very mm-hmm. much looking forward to watching slash listening mm-hmm. to this one over the next while. <laughs> I'm not going to guess at how long it's going to take us to get through 12 episodes, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
I'm I'm excited too because as I've said before, I've heard it. I didn't even know for a long time that some of it existed, so I'm really excited about watching some of it. Mm-hmm. And I liked the story the first time I heard it, and I don't really remember a lot of what happened. So I'm excited to revisit it and see what it's like in context, which will definitely be new. Yeah, but it's not going to happen tonight because we are sleepy and full of food. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, well, this will have to wait for another time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in the near future, because I can't wait to get at it. <laughs> you have been talking about this for days and days. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's nice that you're excited. That's that's good. Your, your excitement is pumping me up. I don't want to oversell it mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think you might enjoy this one. Yeah. Well, like I said, I remember that I, I enjoyed it the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So, Although, you know, I don't always enjoy things as much the second time. So that's we'll true. see. That's true. I am trying to moderate my uh, expectations. Well, good. I will say no more until we watch it then. All right. Which will be next time. Next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.